0: Business and People. Your host Walt Bayless. Let's get this show started. Welcome to the Business and People Podcast. I am your host, Walt Bayless, and on today's episode, our special guest, Scott Epp, who's a published author. And a coach, both at a corporate level and at a personal level, the founder and CEO of Abundance Coaching. We discuss so many different things about getting the most out of your life, as well as breaking through some habits and some really in-depth messages for anybody that's going through a tough time. We talk, we talk all the way through how to, how to identify that and the solution that we hope can really be helpful for so many people out there. I enjoyed chatting with Scott. We talked very freely about some of the issues and about lessons learned along the way. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Business and People podcast with our special guest, Scott Epp.
1: Scott Epp, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Hey, thank you so much, Walter. It's great to be here with you, mate. Yeah, thank you, man. Um, So yourself and Nicole founding the
0: Abundance Coaching and everything, you've got an amazing uh, journey there with the, the breakthrough corporate training. How did this all come to be? How did How did this... Uh, coaching and and uh, helping other
1: people come to be part of your life. Hey, thanks, man. Well, I'm the oldest brother of eight kids, so <laughs> one of the things that I think would uh, would instill uh, the coach in me was just being an older brother. And there's always there always was these leadership uh, moments that I felt that I just grooved into or slid into or was I felt responsible for. I was often left to babysit or be the eldest to be in charge of the younger kids. And I th- I think that that was part of the journey. I also played a lot of sports, so I, I always admired the coaches in my life. I- I'm a hockey player. I'm originally from Canada. So, you know, going through that and baseball, th- that was a big part of it. Uh, in Canada, we had fast pitch. I don't know if uh, that's that common here. But I think that that's where it all began. And then, you know, there's there's a, a big story as to how we we actually emerged into abundance coaching, too. But that's, I think, the beginning.
0: Okay. That's amazing. So I was reading when I was doing some of the research there that you've also competed at an international level with Toastmasters. Did that, was that kind of something that, that you took
1: on your own or did, did you have somebody push you into that, uh, into that world? You know, that's a actually re- really good, um, question. I, I think that, it, that you always need people in your corner. And that's a big part of my heart with coaching. When I find a client, for instance. I'm always curious to find out like who else is in their corner, who's supporting them, because you can't just have that one person. In In a season, you might do well with just one person, but I want to set them up for success with lots of people, and, and I had a lot of amazing people in my life. When it came to Toastmasters, a gentleman by the name of Chaz Perlman invited me to his club, and he's a doctor, and it turned out that this is a business club, and it was I looked around later on, and, and it was really the business of business clubs in, in the city where I lived in Saskatoon. And I was really inspired by Brent Settle and Dave Toth and some of the other people that were Ed Miller that, that were part of this group. And I looked up to them as wow, they can speak, and they they're really good at what they what they do. Uh, Dave Toth became a mentor for me for lots of years, and he's the kind of person um, maybe you'll be listening or watching one time. Uh, I'll give him a shout out because he's the kind of person where I said, Hey Dave, just tell me how I'm doing. Because as I grew and grew, I, I was in Toastmasters for 12 years. I competed in a lot of competitions, but I always came back to my mentor and I said, you know, tell me the truth. Like, give me the hard facts. And he was the kind of person that wouldn't hold any punches. And yeah. I think you need those kinds of people in your life, eh? Yeah, the ones that really uh, – the ones that tell you how it is and they keep you straight, right? I mean, yeah. uh,
0: they always say that a good friend will, will tell you what you're doing wrong and you still love them for it anyway. Like, there's, yeah. there's no point in that fluff if you're talking about a mentor. Um, Scott, one of the things that that's struck me straight away with the conversation is that you've talked about having people in your corner, having a mentor – And I know, you know, being in the coaching world yourself and people, if if you're uh, searching out for Scott, look for AbundanceCoaching.com. He's got some great things there. So you're you're in that coaching world. Do you have a coach yourself? Do you have a business coach, a personal coach in your corner that you rely on?
1: Yeah. Uh, My personal coach has been Jeremy Miller since I started my coaching journey. So we've had an interesting journey as well, where we met like every single week and then bi-monthly, et cetera, et cetera. And I just love just going back to him because he just knows me through and through. Um, That's one of the things I just love. But also, I want to also acknowledge that in seasons, I've got different coaches for different things. And I think that that's really important as well. Um, I've worked with Ted McGrath uh, and been on his mentorship program and had coaching from him. And uh, for people that don't know him, he's really good at the business side of 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 the coaching business and he really just at at a beginning stage in my business anyway was a a masterful um mentor in actually even helping me name and brand my product and brand who i am so that was that was awesome and i've worked with other people too around uh lots of different topics but mostly marketing or specific targeted coaching
0: it's interesting, Scott. You know, a lot of people that will be listening or watching the show, they, they are uh, entrepreneurs or, or maybe they're running businesses themselves or they're in that kind of self-driven world and environment. And a, lot of, a question that I get asked a lot is, at what stage should someone go into a coaching situation? Because a lot of people, as you would know, being in that world yourself, a lot of people are like, yeah, I know I should. Um, I don't really have the funds to do it right now. Um, or, you know, they might be at the other end going, hey, I'm killing it. You know, I don't need anybody to tell me which, which way to go. How, how do you how do you move somebody through from, I don't really know if I should, or, you know, and into this is something that's really going to accelerate your career. How should somebody
1: define where they are on that journey? Walter, yeah, such great questions. I love how you are, are orchestrated that question. So um, there's a couple of threads that I'm hearing in the question. One of them is um, they have to be, informed about the benefits of coaching so that's part of the dynamic right is that they get it they've heard the podcast they have understood that coaching is important and it's big it's a huge industry but they're not really informed to how it can work for them right and I think that the biggest way that you can do that is to go on people's websites read some of their stuff and I can tell you well is that I'm on a lot of videos and in these podcasts I've been on a few the last two months so The people get to know you by hearing your stories and they resonate with you. There could be a hundred people that do coaching and maybe, you know, there's only, you know, so many things when you talk about life coaching, when you, when you do look at the ICF, how many competencies are, there's not terribly many. So coaches are usually, if they go through an ICF product, really good at like the core elements, but then what are they on about as far as who they are? Right, so I track with abundance coaching. I track people that want to live with more abundance, have more abundance. We're founded on John ten ten, which is a scripture in the Bible, which says that a thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come so that you may have life and have it in abundance. It's what Jesus said. So we have a belief that scarcity can be re- replaced with abundance, and these core messages I think are what separate people, um, and other people take notice and they say, yeah, you know what? That message is what I'm attracted to. That right. person is what I'm attracted to. So it's more like a, a, a fundamental alignment of beliefs. I mean, if we,
0: if we wind back that question, we look at the entrepreneur, the driven individual, the person who's yep. designing their life, you're, you're, you're saying to them, you know, everybody can benefit from coaching, but uh, go and check out a few coaches and find the one that you just go, wow, that person is speaking from their page to me. This is the, the engagement that that, that I want to have because that will make that relationship solid.
1: Yeah. Can I just add to that? Well, you just right there, did right there was such a good um, coaching skill of reframing. And <laughs> it, it is <laughs> like people will, will notice that when they watch these videos from you and say, hey, you know what? That Walt guy, he understands me and I like his style and I'm attracted to him and I'm. I'm going to check check him out.
0: Nice. Well, thank. I appreciate the compliment. I think that <laughs> the, the point being, if somebody can have that connection before they engage, then they can they can start to really push that. Do you find that there's you mentioned there's there's different coaches for different seasons of your life. So do you sure. find that um, uh, people will outgrow a coach, or do you think that they they uh, maybe need to look at a, a coach with specific skill sets to get them from A to B, or can any single Coach who's worth their salt take someone from where they are to where they want to be, regardless of that position.
1: Oh, wow, that's such a great question. Well, I can tell you that I've worked with some clients for seven, eight, nine years. So, um, so I have journeyed the long journey, and then I've also worked with people on situational aspects where it's three sessions, two sessions, one session in order to get them a breakthrough. So, I've experienced both, but what I do um, feel is that uh, it's important to have some systems. So we have the Light Purpose and Abundance process. So um, every year, at the beginning of the year, we do something called the Ultimate Year Workshop. So those that live in Sydney, they would come to that. And those that don't go to Sydney, I have it online. So basically, it's a, a massive goal setting, vision casting type of thing. We do a nice. vision board. We do uh, it's, it's Abundance Coaching's very specific process on how to set your goals and priorities with, the, with what we call our Abundance Life Wheel. And then we have a system, one of the the books that I'm writing right now, or the book I'm writing, I should say right now is called Epic Life Value. So I have a value system on identifying your values and how to use your values and then use them for decisions. And that's not a short journey because it's not just finding your values. I coach my clients on going on how they're aligning and continuing on that journey. Right. So when you have the elements of your goals, your ultimate year workshop, your values, we have a product called Life Languages. We're the senior trainers. My wife and I here in Australia, we use that in corporate and in life coaching. And that helps people understand their communication styles. So all of these elements build into what we actually have is the life purpose and abundance process. So. Okay. That's our journey and how we can actually retain our clients more, but also serve them better too. Yeah,
0: sure. Absolutely. And, and help them move through from where they are to, to where they're going. Um, yeah. but I've got a, a 60 second challenge, which I t- typically ask it towards the end of the of the of uh, the interview, but I'd like to bring it forward now just because it seems like it would fit. If you had the opportunity, somebody you catch up with somebody that you haven't seen for a long time, somebody that has maybe followed your journey. Maybe they've been an employee all of this time of their life and they've been you know, watching you and, on, and Nicole on, on the journey that you're on, and you catch up with them for a coffee. They yeah. say to you, Scott, I've finally done it. I've gone out on my own. I've started my own business, and I'm dead scared. Um, and this is where the 60-second challenge comes in. What advice would you give to that person who's just starting out on that journey about the way that they could succeed moving forward?
1: Yeah, okay. Well, the coach of me says I would refrain from giving the advice even if I had 60 seconds Nice. to to ask a few more questions to gain some clarity because a lot of the questions have answers that are already within and the fears that are already within can be exposed and and as you actually care and you're you're really actively listening they'll actually find some of those answers and the answer is it is aligned that's why they take the first two, three, four, eight steps, whatever they've taken. Um, I'd actually reframe it back to some of the things that I would have known about them in the past as to their journey. Um, and a lot of those might have to do with their values or it might have to do with what is really important to you. Yeah, sure. And and layering it, right? That question can be asked 12 times and get a new response every time because you go deeper Yeah, and diff- deeper and deeper, right? Let's see if we so can- So as you Let's do that-
0: Let's see if we can help the people who don't have that opportunity to be in a classroom coffee environment with you. So they're driving in their car right now and, and they're awesome. They're listening to us and they're saying, yeah, please, you know, Scott, give me something that I, can, that I can really knuckle into. Some of the fears that are common, right? So is this going to succeed? Am I going to be able to pay the bills to my family? Will anybody actually believe my product? Have I got a message worth listening to? Am I a leader that people are going to follow? Like they're the kind of things that typically yeah. an entrepreneur is going to feel, right? So let's see if we can give something to those guys. as a generic and I know that it's not going to be specific. Yeah, totally. Like let's see if we can Let's see if we can help those guys in
1: their car right now. All right, awesome. So I'll, I might consider like, what are where's your belief and where's your hope right now? Because hope is is one of the most important things that you need to have. Right. If you're hopeless and you're a hopeless in a hopeless situation, there's not much that can be done.
0: Okay.
1: How much a hope new situation, do you have? right? Yeah, exactly. Your opportunities will come from the hope levels that you have. If okay. you have hope, I can work with you. If okay. you have hunger, anybody can work with you. Uh, that that's you know, worth their salt. The idea there,
0: Scott, I'm hopeful, Scott, I'm hungry. Let's go.
1: I got it. Exactly. So then I might just say, okay, well, what kind of plans actions are, are you setting up? What kind of systems can you just cast out? Have you done the opportunity to actually write out a map, write out a plan, write out a game plan? Um who are you following that's that's also seeding into parts of your journey if it's an online journey or if it's a, a facebook marketing journey or something to that to that effect right so get all that on paper and just like write it out a lot of times people they have the, they have everything that's stuck in their mind and as much as they've heard oh yeah brain dumps and all that well I love doing something called spirit storming so i love i I, I love Jesus so I would say God like Jesus, what do you want for me? Where are we going? What are we doing together? And then you just like write it all out. Okay, let's not think that there's things that that are outlandish now. Let's just, this opportunity is like, what if? What if the most amazing thing was possible? How would I then think? What would be something that I would write down in that aspect? And from those those vantage points, I think that there's a lot of um, inspiration that really can come. Yeah, and then you break it down. I love the breaking down side of things. That's that's I think is one of the most important things. Then you start talking about the categories of what needs to be done functionally, and you can really get into some business coaching aspects from that. Then nice.
0: So let's let's one two three for for these guys, right? So from what I'm hearing back from you, I'm going to say number one, everybody's afraid of the dark because they don't feel they don't know what they can't see, right? So all of these fears that we've got inside get that stuff out of your head and put it down on paper because once you've got it there, it doesn't seem so scary. So that's number one, get it on paper. Number two, draw out the plan. Like what are we going to do? We're going to launch a product on this day. We're going to build our team up to this. We're going to head for this particular goal. We're going to hit these particular targets, right? So one is get it out of your head. All of the fears onto paper. Two is get the plan down. Three, align yourself with people that have been down that path before, and they're not hard to find. If you're, if you want to know about marketing, Just type that word in. If you want to know about, you know, customer acquisition or sales or customer service or any of those particular things, you can find people who are willing and able and giving in that content across all of the social media and literally just align yourself and learn the journey as you go and then just tick those one, two, three. Scott, have I said that well enough?
1: You've sold it. You've sold it to me. You've sold Good. it to me. I want in.
0: Sign me up. I want Sign in. Me up. I right. want
1: in, man. Fantastic. That's and then awesome. I guess
0: the next piece of advice is going to be like, you know, get hold of uh, Breakthrough Corporate Training. They'll come to and get Scott into your company once you've got that growth going on. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> cool. All right. So Scott, let's let's take this a little bit further. I, I I love the opportunity where we can say let's let's help some people from where they are to where they're going. And one of the questions that I love to ask is, what would you? What advice? Would you give yourself 20 years ago, if you had an opportunity to jump in the DeLorean, we set it up to 88 miles an hour, we've gone back 20 years, knowing what you know now, you get a chance to meet that young Scott Epp. And you say to him, this is what you need to change and do to achieve a better result in the end. What advice would you give your younger self?
1: Yeah, be more focused. Nice. Tell me about that. Be more focused. Yeah, I've thought this one through, already. And, and actually, it's a, interesting. I, I was asked that, this question in a different form uh, recently on uh, the Go All In podcast. And focus is just so darn important. And it's and and I think for creatives, I don't know about you, but have you met a lot of creative people. I'm I'm very creative. I create lots of things. But for the creative people out there, and if the people listening or watching are creatives. <laughs> Focus can be elusive because you have yeah. a lot of creative ideas. You have a lot of a lot What's of uh, different aspects of it, right? Yeah. And I know that at the beginning, when I was twenty years old and and just starting, you know, I actually was speaking seventeen years ago, so I can almost relate with the timeline. But I just had so many ideas that I didn't implement, and then on my journey, if I could actually just say, hey, listen, Scott, when you're when you're when you're starting off with your abundance coaching website and and all that stuff at the beginning, just just get it honed in with the, the simple sides without trying to build a whole bunch of extra things. I was making games and I was building uh, tools for an audience that wasn't asking for it. Right. And, and I think that that's important, right? That w- you hear about it in, in movie talk sometimes. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to name any movies, <laughs> maybe be mean to me, but I've heard it recently in some movie talks that, yeah, well, they made this movie, but nobody was asking for it. And that's why it flopped. Right. <laughs> you know. I've seen that in reviews so many times. It was you like, have. Okay. All right. <laughs> didn't lead, you know, it's like,
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly. So coming back to that, like, you know, we've got this entrepreneur, these people that are starting and, and this, the journey similar where we're saying all of this stuff is happening. Your advice to your younger self would be pick that middle channel and just drive it hard, making sure with the, with the, uh, the caveat there, making sure that your customers are are giving that direction for you, not you just going wide in terms of what you think, but really focusing on what they need and building just specifically down that channel.
1: Yeah. Can Can I show you something else here too? Yeah, this absolutely. is really old and I don't know if people can read it over there. I, read it I out. put this up. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. It's got two questions. I love this. It's this got two
0: questions. Number one, what matters the most to you and number two, what is it costing you to not do what matters the most to you? Amazing questions. Tell me about that.
1: Well, I've had this up on my board for probably around six six years since I moved to Australia. And well, first of all, values are super important to me. So just knowing what my values are and aligning to them, uh, that's everything. But. Because we get so caught up in the day or in the momentary troubles or the challenges of the day and solving things, and obviously the overwhelm is an entrepreneur, if you want to put it into those terms, you lose sight of what really is important. And um, I, I use that as a reminder for my own self to keep on going back to what's important. Right. Go back go back, go back. What are you doing it for? All of a sudden, you know, you've heard the stories too. And I think every entrepreneur at times has gotten to a place of saying, what am I even doing this? Why am I, why am I spinning the wheels?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I think like,
0: uh, you know, personal story, I've been at that point where it's been complete burnout. Like we were doing, we were doing well, you know, we had a a company worth millions of dollars and, and I was literally sitting there going, Oh my God, I can't even function to get out of bed. And that I didn't have those two questions written. I've only just seen them now with yourself, but I love that because that's what got me out of that slump. It was literally what is important to me, and I was able to define that. And then I was literally saying, okay, how am I going to bring more of that into what we're doing here? And, and you know, for me, it was simply refocusing on the dreams, taking the picture bigger, and uh, you know, forgetting about some of the small stuff, which was cool. But I love those questions. So along the way, one of the things that, that you've got is the, the focus for your younger self. If yep. you were able to take that advice or the knowledge that you have now and let's take it into an environment where you've got a room full of graduate students. They're, either Ooh, just, cool. they're just graduating out of high school or they're just graduating out of college and that you have just a few minutes on stage to help maybe deliver a message that's going to make a massive impact to a room full of young minds who are ready and eager and willing to get out there and get into it. What, what
1: advice would you give to that room full of students? Talk to yourself. How so? I would say something to the to the effect of the more positive, um, an abundant words that you speak to yourself, the better. There's enough thoughts that we have that cripple us. There's right. enough. There's enough energy that comes into our space that's bombarding us with other people's agendas. Mm. And the emails that we have for instance are every everybody else's wants and desires and and their needs or their agendas that are being thrust on us. Mm. And so often we just think that we're okay and we're just going to coast. But one major aspect and one challenge in this in this world that that I my heart's really for is mental health. Yeah. And one of, the, one of the sides of mental health is, how are you speaking? Mm. And what are you telling yourself? And sometimes when you're not actually saying anything, it's actually coming backwards because of all the inputs that are happening. And you know as well as I do, is that these things are poison at times. They're That's a great blessing fun. at times too. Yeah. But all of the bombardments and all of the apps and, and advertising and everybody else's um, uh, agendas, etc., it fill up our mind. And I do believe that our mind isn't, like it's incredible because it, because it, it, it actually has a way of blocking things off. But right. as we know in, in the mind science or brain science category is that oftentimes our brain shuts so many elements down to protect itself that you don't even notice and you're not self-aware. Right. So I would encourage people to start writing declarations. I wrote a whole album of declarations. And one of them is called, I am amazing. I'm created as more than enough. I have more than enough. More than enough is coming to me in the future. I am worthy. It is a great day to be alive. These kind of, and you say with conviction, right? And I want them to, I, I would encourage them on the spot to think of something that somebody has told them that is really resonant. That's a positive message. Maybe a teacher, if, they're, if they can remember a teacher, something that they've learned in, in their high school or their graduate school and something that maybe a coach or a mentor has spoken to their life or a friend when they're really at a hard time. And I want to encourage them to capture that. Because it wasn't just a message for that season that was really impactful, but you can come back to that message yeah, and you can live that message again and again and again. But then I'd also encourage them, what threads of positive language can you start um, speaking in your life? Because there's, you've heard it said before, I'm sure, is that five negative messages, right? Or five positive messages counteract one negative. So you literally need to program your mind out of that back stuff. Right. Because one of the challenges I, I consistently see, my friends, is in the coaching space is, is how long it takes for people to get back up and dust themselves off when they have a challenge. Mm-hmm. I, I just had a client session yesterday and that was he it wasn't even a session. He called me out of the blue. He's like, I really had a terrible day. And it was it was it was a big situation for him. But one of the things we're working on is his mindset shifting so that he doesn't stay down so long. Yeah. Yeah. you know
0: it's it's amazing like uh, as you were talking there and thinking about those declarations that that thing that you can say to yourself quick easy positive and and with feeling you know as, as we look at social media scott like even and I, we we certainly see this in the entrepreneurial space even if you're filling your social media feed with positive messages from other people you you look at um you know Fred, who just posts on Facebook about his hundred thousand dollar month, and you look at you know some article in in TechCrunch where they just got six million dollars worth of funding, and you know you, you're looking at this and thinking all the positivity, but at the same time you need to check your message because in the back of your head you're saying why not me? Why can't I be there? Why aren't I good enough? And if we have yeah. that opportunity to yeah. take someone, yeah. as you said, in that school environment as a lesson right now. And forget about the school, guys. If you're listening in your car, the message yes. is the same across the world. Write it down. I am good enough. I was created more than enough. This is everything I can be. And say that to yourself in the morning. To, and as Scott just said, override it five times, right? Because if you're, if you're looking through Facebook, you're getting that same, that same uh, negativity message yep. coming through and to reframe that from I'm, uh, why isn't this happening to me to saying this is possible for anyone and then, you know, getting that declaration. I think that's really powerful, man.
1: Awesome. You know, Walter, I'm going to just do something for your audience here. Do that. Let's let's do it. You have show notes at the bottom that yeah, you'll announce, absolutely. right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to send in your show notes. The link will be there. I'm going to send you a couple of positive declarations that you can just give to anybody who brilliant. really is watching the show. Okay. That'd cool. be brilliant. Absolutely. And they're and, made uh, with uh, audio and, and music and piano and violins in the background. It's awesome. Fantastic. That'd be great. Thanks, man. I appreciate it.
0: And of course, uh, guys, if you if you're listening to this and it's starting to resonate a little bit with you, make a note and again it'll be in the show notes. Go to abundancecoaching.com, download Scott's book which is called Awaken the Wild Lion Within and you know really help you to to understand that. Scott, thanks, man. I really appreciate that, you know, opportunity to give the, the people there something that we can that we can move forward with. Um, you mentioned that uh, the thing that you're passionate one of the things that you're passionate about is that mental health. And I I often ask people What's something that you think we don't talk about enough? In this entrepreneurial space, what would be your answer there? What do you think that we all don't bring to the front enough?
1: Yeah. You know, probably just psychosomatic disorders or psychosomatic um, challenges that we experience. Sure. Like where the manifestations really happen. Okay. Um, and, you know, I'll be real and raw. Um, when Nehemiah was born, our, our nine-year-old, well, eight-year-old son uh, when he was born i was a coach at the time but i felt the the heaviness of having two children and um i was at that time emerging from you know not working full time hours in a job and then also becoming a coach and there was all this extra added pressure and finances were there and i was i was just holding it in but i didn't want to dump it on my wife sure. and i did the, i did the the classic i'm not talking to anybody i can deal with it myself i'm big and I think one of the lessons that I majorly learned, and, and I think that this is awesome to have a learning lesson, but I majorly learned at that time was that um, it sometimes can be, if you're not willing, it, it can be a hard thing to be a coach because you're the guy everybody else is coming to for answers and for solutions. And I was coaching people, but I was going through my own stuff at the same time. Yeah, definitely. And it got so bad. I remember one day I developed this rash and I hid it from my wife. Nima I was just born. So it was like literally days after he was born and I was going up this escalator in the, in the mall in Saskatoon and all of a sudden the, the electricity just fired down uh, so bad down my neck because I had shingles Wow! And, uh, and it fired down so bad on my neck that it actually dropped me to my knees literally. Mm. And I went up this escalator, if you can imagine, just grown man who's dropped to his knees going up to the top of the escalator, can't even stand. I'm holding on to the top. As I'm trying to get myself back up, and I realized like this is a problem this is a bit, and it had everything to do with with mental health and me not checking in with myself and you know i'm I'm gonna just put it out here too um you know sometimes we need to go to psychotherapy for for some of these things, and coaching is not the right answer, yeah, and sometimes having a coach would be a help, but um I just want to point that out. The, that's an important aspect, and I probably could have benefited at that time just to have somebody different to talk to. Yeah. Um, but you know, in in my um, in my solution finding aspect, uh, there was some great friends that I had that I did share it with and, and talk with. So that was that was really helpful.
0: Can I bounce something back to you? We we have a guest coming up uh, uh, in a couple of episodes' time, a gentleman named. Yeah, cool. Kerry. Kerry Baird, who I, I had the pleasure of listening to in, in Bangkok. And he said something very important, which I, I just want to discuss with you. He yeah. said, you know, that entrepreneurial tendency where we buckle in, you know, we like yeah. things are tough. And what we do is we get, you know, more and more scrunched up and like we just I work harder. I'll get up earlier. Yeah. I'll stay up later. Yeah. You know, I'll just power it through. And, and the, the exact opposite is the, is the needed uh, solution where you, instead of reaching in, you're reaching yep. out. And what Kerry yeah, talked man. about, and again, I'm just going to bounce this back off you with sometimes coaching's not needed. Sometimes it needs to be a little bit more. Kerry mentioned when he was going through this time, he went to his local GP, his doctor. Awesome. And, and because of the fact that his doctor had a complete confidentiality uh, bubble around him, Kerry awesome. said that he could go and talk to the doctor without compromising his image to the world. And what he said was he found out that there was a whole bunch of chemical reactions going on in his brain and it was that conversation. So again, for the people who are listening, if you're going through a hard mm-hmm. time and you don't feel like you can reach out because maybe your public persona needs to be in a certain way, yep. there are professionals and you know, doctors yep. that, that you can go and knock on the door and make an appointment. Say you've got a cold and go in in there and talk about the real problem. Like really. Yeah. Sure come on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: Man, Walter, I just want to say that. Thank you for bringing that up. It's, you know, they say that one in five people in Australia are, are at some levels suffering with the with, with and that's the reported, yeah. um, reported numbers too. So it's it's such an important message, and I think um, uh, maybe there's other people here too to add on to this conversation. Walter is that a lot of people might be like what I was, where I thought I was like immune, like you hear about it and all that stuff but I'm positive and I'm upbeat and I can like figure this all out. But all you. of a sudden when the psychosomatic disorder happens to you and you get crunched up or manifestations happen or you get shingles or something like that, man, you don't want that.
0: <laughs> no, and it can happen to all of us. Like the, the fact of the matter is that we all do that. Like that can't, that won't happen to me, but it's happening to someone and that someone had yeah. that same thought yesterday. So make sure if you're in that position that you pick up the phone, reach out, make an appointment, get hold of someone. So that's really cool. That's awesome. I'm, I'm so appreciative of, of your time. And again, thank you so much for joining me. I'm not going to take up too much more of it, but I just wanted to know, like uh, being in the coaching circle that you're in and helping people with their lives, have there been any, uh, any tools, I guess, any media, any books, any podcasts, any movies, any, anything that's made a, a massive impact on you that you tell your clients about, that you tell people to go and get this book, it will really help you.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, speaking of declarations, I actually really like Steve Backlin's book. It's called Declarations. It's one of my favorite books of all time, and I go back to that one. It is a Christian book, um, but when you're looking, like Rich Dad Poor Dad's, an awesome one that I always keep on uh, on on the file list for entrepreneurs. Yeah. I think that there's some great things to be shared about that. Um, you know, Tony Robbins has his uh, famous "Awaken the Giant Within" book. There's there's so many awesome books, but I think that you know we have to also recognize that it, it's changing a lot too, right? I I listen to more books now than yeah. I give books away or I or read, right? Sure. So, you know, The Power of Self-Belief is a great book that I really love uh, that's out there too. Um, so yeah, if you're an auto, audible person, then there's those angles. And if you're not you know, Robin Sharma's been one of my favorite authors for a good while. I, I think that a lot of people in the self development space could appreciate some of his work, especially when he talks about the different stories in the midst of his of his literature. So, um, yeah, that's that's a couple of them. Nice, so, I,
0: I like it. Thanks. We'll add those, uh, yeah. add those to the list. It, you mentioned Audible. I love Audible as well. I've got uh, you know that the journey to school in the morning with the kids. I, I know that I've got oh, some time in the car to listen on the way home. But is there any other uh, let's talk techie, geeky, whatever it can be pen and paper, but what, are there any other tools that you yep. use on a daily basis that help yep. you with productivity that help your yep. clients, you know, get themselves more productive in their days? What are the tools that you rely on?
1: I love this man. Awesome. So we have an app. So anybody that comes into the abundance coaching circle, they can actually come and get our app. So the app itself is, is not an app that you go and you get on the Apple, I store or, or um, the Apple store or the Google play store. We actually set it up in the background okay. and then I'll give give you a link to it and then you can get it on, on Google or Android or, or on your, your phone. And what it does, is it actually helps people with their, with their accountability and their habits. Nice. So we start off with just simple habits, right? So, um, I have some clients at the very beginning, we start off with like one and if they're really ready to go, I might move them up to three, but But what I want to do is I want to stay in their corner because most of my clients, I'll meet with them weekly or bi-weekly, sometimes even monthly. So in between there, I I want to stay in connection and stay in touch with them. And what we can do is we can chat like just like on a normal messenger. I'll just show you it. We can chat like a normal message, like back and forth or send pictures and things like that. But it actually sends you the, the prompt of whatever it is. So for instance, one of my clients right now, he's working on his morning routine. So that's something he does every day. And he's working on just building in more of his um, aspects. And then what it does it actually allows for us to show you like how many uh, days that you have in a row that you're, that you're like calculating. Habit
0: like so you, yeah. you've got to you know and if you're five days in or ten days in that that desire to keep the streak going you know, really makes yeah. it a, a valuable yeah. tool just to keep going. You know, you're like, I'm, I'm 30 days
1: in, I'm not giving up now. Exactly. And then the other really important aspect that I think is really important to actually discuss is that there's, there are other habit type of apps and things like that. But if you don't have a coach that's supporting you, like I actually check this app, but what I do is I encourage all my clients, if you're messaging me, don't text me, text within the app. It makes them go back into that. Yeah. They can send their, put their pictures and stuff in there and all the PDF notes from our, uh, from different resources, but also I put lessons on daily. Yeah. So I have like a little lesson with like a, a journal prompt to think about that's about leadership or coaching, and that helps to inspire the the connections as well.
0: And it's something that people can take with them and be in their pocket at, and all the, at all the time. What about uh, things like yep. um to dos and you know calendars? Yeah. And, and yeah, stuff.
1: definitely. What's uh, what's your? I, I love Basecamp. Nice. So okay. We've been using Basecamp for a good while now, and it's fantastic. And I'll recommend it for every creative again. So the creatives nice. out there, because it, what, what I love is that we just have, have you used Basecamp at all? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Or? Yeah. Actually, my, awesome, my, creative, awesome. my design team use Basecamp. I use Asana. Like that's my, my go-to. But yep, yep. Uh, Basecamp is, is because they can, they can drop things into a folder and, you know, get somebody else to sign off on it and set, a, a, you know, set the date that it's due and all that kind of stuff. Very cool.
1: Love it. Love it. And for those exact reasons, and it's like a hard drive too, which I think is really important for us. And, and when I have all my, I've, I've a team too. So when it's, you know, Working with my editor for my book, or working with my website guy on my website. So just like invite them to the projects, and we all work together, and we can message and use the campfire. It's awesome. Nice,
0: very cool. Yeah. If uh, if the team from Basecamp are listening, make sure you punch this out to your users. Yeah, then. come on, <laughs> get it out <laughs> yeah, there. <get> it out. <laughs> right, again, thank you so much for your time. I'm I'm just going to ask you just uh, two more questions if I can. Yeah, who is somebody? Who is somebody that you look up to and admire?
1: Yeah. Um... You know, I'll, I'll actually maybe go a little bit outside of the box on this. Uh, Duncan Smith. Okay. He's actually a Christian. Uh, he's he's a Christian speaker. Okay. But he is the ultimate when it comes to like coaching, uh, like a coach in himself. He's very inspiring. He uh, he has a following of uh, like when when he speaks, just everybody's glued to what he what he talks about. He absolutely cares, but he's also someone he pu- he's pushed me in lots of different ways. We've become friends and he's pushed me in a lot of different ways spiritually and he's pushed me in a lot of different ways to see my personal potential and for me anyway i just really value somebody who is an influencer that's out there and he's a mover and shaker as well but um, it's not just what your personal potential is but it's also what your legacy potential is and what your your future potential is so yes. i would say that he is one of my yeah one of my favorite mentors
0: Fantastic. And uh, that sounds like somebody good to reach out to as well. My last question for you. You've achieved a lot and congratulations on the success with the fun and coaching and, uh, and, and what you've put together there. I think that's fantastic. And Nicole, what's next for you? What's, what, what are the goals that you're working on? Where, are, where will we see you in the future?
1: Awesome. Awesome. So as, uh, as you've already mentioned, we were doing a lot of corporate training, so we're doing a lot of that. So we kind of like split the business. So we have a number of corporate trainers that also go out and do some of that. So, um, but what we're working on as, as kind of like our passion projects is we have coaching me Academy coach com. right now we have a uh, one course up on it. It's called the one commitment for the year course, but we have multiple courses that we're working on. Um, in the background and one of them will be a life language communication breakthrough course. It's about it's about communication mastery So whether or not you're in a business setting or you're in a marriage setting um, It'll help you to understand what your seven communication styles are how you can meet other people's needs and go through their filters for instance so it's all about um, mastering communication and then my bigger one, which won't be this year. It's uh, Going to be combined with our epic life values book Fantastic. that we'll also have a game and a course that will go along with it.
0: Exciting times, man. Exciting times. Scott, yeah, thank you so much for, for joining us, for the, for the uh, generosity of, of talking to people and helping them on their journey. I've really valued your time, man. I'm excited for, uh, for everything that you've got coming through. And uh, I, again, I'm just really grateful for the chance to jump on and jam with you, man. Thanks a lot for joining me.
1: Awesome. Awesome. It's been great. I love your enthusiasm. <laughs> Cheers, man. Appreciate it. You bet. Thanks, man.